Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back to the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito, and you're in the right place if you're looking to work smarter, not harder, and you're looking to increase your average sale price. Again, if you have any questions, my contact information, Michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Please don't forget, if you are getting some value from these podcasts, leave us a review. Again, we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify. We need more reviews. And don't forget, you could always check us out on the web, luxurylistingspecials.com, for more information on our Lux designation. All right, this podcast is going to be unique. It's actually a recorded training coaching call I had with a gentleman out of New Orleans who is preparing for a $1.5 million listing appointment. It would, it would be a trophy listing for this agent. He invested in our Lux designation, and I recorded a coaching call with Kirk, and I think all of you will find value in it. So take a listen. As always, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Keep raising the bar in real estate. And we look forward to helping you on future episodes. Again, we have a Facebook group. Check us out, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash luxury listing. Enjoy the show with Kurt. And again, it's a coaching call, an actual coaching call. It's a different podcast that we've done in the past. Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, we have Kurt Brown on the, on the call. He's a, a real estate agent with EXP Realty down in Louisiana. Kurt, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much. Good to talk to you, right. Michael. Perfect. No, great to talk to you. Thank you. So you were on a training of ours yesterday, and you explained that you have a, a big opportunity coming up. Uh, it might be tomorrow, but it might be bumped back till next week. But it's a basically a $1.5 million uh, potential listing. So it's a listing appointment, and uh, it's adjacent to – um, a, a golf course um, that has how many acres? Um, 212, approximately. 200, 212, and that might be a, another potential listing you might get, uh, you know, with excess. It could be a $10 million land uh, development opportunity. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. So the purpose for today um, is, for those of you that are listening, Kurt invested in our Lux designation. It's 16 modules. The first seven modules are what I call pre-listing. So before you get the signed listing agreement. So that's what we're going to be working on primarily today with Kirk to, to help him with his mindset, to give him some systems, some strategies to differentiate himself. So when he goes on the appointment tomorrow or next week, uh, not only will he have the confidence, but he'll also have some tools in his tool belt and his holster, so to speak, and more arrows in his quiver so that you know, he will differentiate himself. And so a little background on Kurt, and the reason I'm sharing this um, is because this is what 80 to 90% of the agents that I come across are similar situations, Kurt, as yours. So, you know, this would be a, a trophy listing, a huge opportunity for you. And you mentioned to me offline 
that you know the seller was texting you basically hey sh- share with me the other properties similar to mine that you have sold right and basically looking for some kind of social proof um and you're you're a great agent but you don't have any uh, sales of this magnitude in your portfolio yet. Is that correct? Or recently, I should say. That is correct. Yeah. I felt pretty good. Um, all of our conversations were good. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm a great communicator. You know, I've been in sales a long time. Um, and, it, you know, technically it's just a widget, right? But, you know, we start freaking out a little bit as the dollars go up uh, per listing for yeah. some reason. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she did she did, uh, to be precise, she texted me and says, hey, Kurt, can you send me some of the estate sales or listings that you have done in the past? And that was completely off uh, off the beaten path of our conversations. Yeah. Uh, so I buckled about halfway. I didn't buckle all the way, but I sat around and I just waited about, you know, f- about six hours and then I answered her because I did mm-hmm. not know what to say and how to handle it. Yeah. And that, and, and so I, now I have reached out to her just, I got my mindset right. And I started doing, I went back to what I thought would work and it is working so far. Um, but, uh, I just said, Hey, yeah, I'll get that to you. I'm with clients or whatever. And, uh, I just didn't know what to do. So this is why it started me, uh, in on trying to find somebody to help me get through to the next step. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was doing a training yesterday. I do a lot of Zoom trainings. Uh, this is being recorded during that COVID, the COVID-19 unprecedented time. And I was doing a training in EXP, EXP's cloud. And uh, someone on your team that knew that you were uh, potentially going on this appointment, and they basically right. nudged you to say, hey, jump on this training. This might be what you need. Is, is that accurate? That's exactly right. Yeah, she's she's on my uh, on my rep share uh, team. She's part of my company, so to speak. And okay. she knew I was going on that appointment. And she says, "Hey, you need to jump in here. I'm in Brian Cohane's uh, meeting right now. And, and Brian's been a friend for a long time since I started with EXP. And uh, I was sitting at my desk doing paperwork, trying to get some deals done. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can do this and do this at the same time. And then all of a sudden, when I got in, I was just enthralled and everything you were saying. I was like, man, I can't believe I've been researching this for the last two days and I'm, this has fallen in my lap. So yeah. uh, anyway, so I was able to ask a question in the, the meeting because I was, you know, not everybody always wants to answer a que- ask a question, but I'm sitting there going, man, I need answers. So I asked you a question. And I was like, look, I'm going on this potentially listing presentation. I really have an empty gun. I don't know what to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate your transparency. I mean, uh, obviously, we all start from somewhere, right? It, 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 we all need that opportunity, right, the, the place at the table, so to yes. speak. And so that's what we're going to be coaching Kirk up on today. Now, he did invest in our Lux designation. And some of you financially aren't in a position, especially with what's going on in today's economy, to make that investment. Totally understand. Again, if you are interested, you can go to LuxuryListingSpecialist.com, LuxuryListingSpecialist.com for more information on the Lux designation. But but Kurt did make that investment, so I, I told him I'd throw in a, a free coaching call um, and offer it up for the others. Uh, so that's what we're here. So I'm going to be giving some tips to Kurt that are specific towards the Lux designation and the platform that he has access to, 
but I'll also speak in some general terms where everybody on this training, whether you're a newer agent, you're experienced, whether you're with a franchise or a boutique, you can take uh, and implement, right? So that's the key. We want you to be imp- we want you to implement. You know, a great idea that's not implemented is a wasted idea, right? So our great system mm-hmm. that's not implemented is a wasted system. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So he's got this upcoming appointment, and uh, the, I mentioned the Lux designation is 16 modules. We're going to be focusing on the first seven in a quick, you know, 30-minute call today. Uh, but modules eight through 16 are when Kurt gets the listing because he's going to get it. You know, you, that that's the key here, you, the way you talk mm-hmm. to yourself, right? Be careful how you talk to yourself. Not if or I hope. No, when I get it. So Kurt will be getting this listing. And uh, modules 8 through 16 are best practices to get these difficult or high-end and luxury listings sold. And we're not going to be focusing on that today. The focus of today's training is really on helping Kurt get his mindset correct and making sure he has the proper resources to secure that listing. And, uh, again, don't the, the one thing I, I, I would caution you against, Kurt, and anybody – that has a similar situation, even if calls are going well, even if it looks like you are going to be getting an appointment tomorrow or next week, I would not rest. In my opinion, uh, I, I've seen agents you know, make assumptions, right? And we all know what happens when you assume. So mm-hmm. I would almost be on the offense a little bit, not over, you know, not overly anxious by any means, but being, I like to use the word proactive. And I would be proactive. And if you have anything um, digitally, uh, if you have anything of value that you can send uh, this potential client, I, I'm a, you know, my module six, Kurt, that you have access to is, is all about pre-selling the client, right? And module mm-hmm. six, we talk about how can you send something either physically or digitally before the appointment to get her pre-sold on you because I – I hate to use the word assume, but in some cases you, you almost have to assume she's talking to some other agent and you got to think of who the top rock star agent is in your market and think of her being with the number one luxury brand and maybe selling other unique properties like this. You almost have to assume that she's talking to that agent, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And so, and so this happens even sometimes with people that you know, like, and trust a past client. You might assume the listing's yours. You, you maybe cut some corners or maybe you don't, you're not consistent with your pre-listing package and how you show up. And then all of a sudden somebody brought their A game to the appointment and it gets the sellers thinking and all of a sudden they hire somebody else and they don't hire you and like you're devastated. So again, same no doubt. concept. No doubt. So I, I want you to be prepared and I'd, I'd love for you to be able to send something. Now in your situation, you know, you don't have the portfolio of similar uh, estate properties or similar sales. So um, what I'd like you to start thinking of, and maybe you have this and maybe you don't have access to this, but in your case, you're gonna, you're, you can leverage Lux. You can leverage our designation. You can le- leverage our, our network, right? You're going to be in, included in a Facebook group that's private just for other Lux members worldwide. They range from Canada to Mexico to, you know, Australia to all over the United States. And off the record, you shared with me that you think potentially the buyer might be outside of the area anyway. So you want to leverage that now if you don't have team members, okay, and this is, this is I'm talking to everybody now, 
If you don't have those sales in your portfolio, Kurt, then you want to look to, hey, is there other, in your case, other EXP agents on my team? Um, you know, again, EXP is kind of unique with the team could be outside of your state because of, you know, your, your networking and, and, and how the residuals kind of work. But is there anybody else, you know, and you're, I hate to use the word downline, but people that you brought in or people that have brought you in that you can leverage it maybe are outside of uh, Louisiana in this case, I would start there. Uh, for those of you that don't have, you know, a big brand behind you, I would look to see, hey, if I'm with XYZ Boutique, is there anybody else with an XYZ Boutique uh, brokerage that has sold high-end and luxury homes? And so then, then you leverage those. Now, you might talk to those agents and say, hey, would you mind if I, I, I uh, you know, name dropped? Or maybe would you mind if you go on the appointment with me and I'll uh, give you a portion of the, uh, the commission? Now, one of the things that we do at um, our marketing luxury group, our, our, our consulting business, is we'll coach up agents not just to get the listing, but more importantly, you got it, great. We'll stick around all the way to the darn thing sells because some of these properties could take years, plural, mm-hmm. to sell. Yeah. So many agents, Kurt, they, 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 they're not the most creative. And so they come out swinging in the first 30 days or 60 days with all their ideas. And then they're like, man, okay, uh, there's been no activity. I guess we got to lower the price. And sometimes it does come down the price, as you know. So so my first question to you um, would be, um, is there any uh, anyone in your team, your organization, so to speak, that? Yeah. Uh, all right. Perfect. So that's that's probably what I would recommend. Um, you reach out She's to coming, them and try uh, to. I'm sorry, Michael. Yeah. What with, I did is okay. Uh, a- after yesterday's meeting, uh, I gave her a call. Um, she also her and her husband both build. Uh, homes. She's an icon agent with EXP. She's a top producer in our area. She's very well known. And um, she agreed to come on the appointment with me. And uh, she says, you know, she's, Kirk, I can go toe-to-toe with everybody. I mean, I can uh, point out artwork. I can, Everything that I watched in those three modules last night, talking about the pre-listing, <laughs> it, yes, it, it, yes. Was pointing, it was pointing in the right direction. It was really flowing oh, because I had done a lot of those things after just the little meeting that we did yesterday in the cloud with EXP. Yep. And uh, so when I reached out to her, she was definitely like, hey, I'll drop what I'm doing to come with you. Uh, I would love to help you, and thanks for thinking of me. So She's in my market, and she's with EXP, and she's well-respected, and uh, she, she even knew some things about the house and, 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 and the, the business there and all this other stuff. So I think it's going to work out very nicely. That's great. That's awesome. So in this case, um, you know, Kirk does have somebody. Now, some of you might not, so you might have to think outside of your immediate marketplace. So, you know, let's just say Kirk didn't have uh, – what was her first name? Uh, Stacy, uh, you talking about the EXP agent? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stacy. Yeah. So let's just say Kirk didn't have Stacy. You know, then he might have to reach out to others within his company, maybe outside of his town, outside of his community, but other top agents uh, within the company that might not even know Kirk. He, Kirk, he might have to reach out and and just bring up their successes and bring up, you know, if you're with Remax, for example, you might have to look at luxury, uh, you know, the collections, Remax collections, and, and showcase how Remax shows pro- sells luxury properties outside of Louisiana or 
globally or just fill in the blank. So leverage the brand, leverage your network. And, you know, Kurt also has, you know, he can leverage Lux and, and the designation in our network. But um, these are some things that you can do. Um, now, let's talk about some con- some concepts and some to build some systems on your mindset. So um, we covered some of this yesterday, so this might be a review, Kurt, for you. But, but again, you know, for those agents that, you know, are stepping outside of your comfort zone because there's an extra zero or, or two on the mm-hmm. price point of the property you're going on, just remember, you know, at the end of the day, people want to do business with someone they like and they trust. So try to build some rapport with the, the, the owner before the appointment and definitely on the appointment. So one of the things I'd recommend is you do what's called a social media scrub. So in other words, Kurt, look up the owner uh, on LinkedIn, look, Google them, uh, look them up on social media, try to figure out what their likes and their interests are. Maybe if you have some similar connections and build what I call affinity because people like Theodore Roosevelt once says, people don't care how much you know until they know you care. So uh, that's going to be really important. Um, Daniel Kahneman, who's a uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner, I, I read the quote yesterday and I'm going to butcher it because I don't have it in front of me right now, but he basically said people would rather do business with someone they like, even if that person is offering a lower quality product service at a higher price, rather than someone that they don't like that offers a higher quality product service. So but bottom line is if you're likable and you do what you say you're going to do and you offer both a great quality product and service, it's going to be a win-win. Mm-hmm. So so do do a little research on her, and I know you've been building and talking to her, but I would still even do furthermore, and that's one of the ways that she might be really impressed, like, wow, this guy really has done his, his homework, right? And so that's mm-hmm. going to be really – so do as much homework as you can on on the golf course, on her, on her property, and maybe um, maybe there's some stuff out there on the public record on who the builder was, who the architect was, and and mm-hmm. the history of the home. Maybe the home's been featured in some publications, and because ultimately, if you do get the listing, and you will, uh, you have to tell the story of the property, and that's right. really what uh, great marketers are. They're storytellers. Think about when you go to church, right? The, the best pastors. You know, they tell stories and weave in, you know, the Bible to the story, and it's more memorable. So you you have to tell the story of the home and the history of the home, the background of the home, um, the unique features of the home. These are all things that you're going to want to showcase in your marketing, but but do your research on ahead of time. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's exactly what I did once um, we connected. I went and found out who she was, and uh, when you and I were speaking yesterday for a short time, I, I told you that we connected on some levels from the ath- athletic side, and uh, both of mm-hmm. us were athletes, and she played professionally and all these other things, and uh, so it became, you know, I became a friend at first, and um, it, it, it it was just comfortable, I think, communicating with us, and, and, I, and I, I plan on, and I heard this in your course, too, is is that I really plan on when I get there uh, talking about, you know, if I get the question, hey, why you and why not somebody else? And say, do you want somebody you like and you can communicate with? That's all we've been doing until I met you. Were you yeah. comfortable when yeah. we were communicating over the phone? That's what you want, right? You want somebody you can call on, somebody you can count on. That's me. Hi, it's Michael Lafito here with a quick break from the podcast. If you are committed 
to increasing your average sale price and you want to work smarter, not harder, then you want to visit LuxuryListingSpecials.com for more information on the Lux designation along with some free resources. And now, let's get back to the show. Well, uh, well you bring up a good point. And um, to that, one of the things that you and I talked about previously is this home's one the, the, uh, 1.5 million approximately, correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. You know, I, I'm, I looked at a lot of reports last night. Uh, After we talked. me to do that too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I'm thinking that maybe, you know, it, it's it's one five to two mil. Yeah. Okay. And you and I talked and there were um, um, about 55, uh, I'm going off recollection, That's about correct. 55 uh-huh. homes on the market. Um, above that price point or around that price point and about 19 to 20 have sold in the last year in that price point. So roughly, you know, three years of inventory. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran the reports last night. So, you know, I was probably a little off on my numbers when I told you. Oh, okay. We've got, uh, I ran the, the month's inventory for the past 12 months trailing. And so uh, 24.50 is still a lot, right? 24 months, two years. 24 months. So two years. So for those of you that um, don't understand months of inventory, to keep it really simple, when there's seven months of inventory or more, we call that a buyer's market. When there's five or six months of inventory, that's kind of a neutral market, a balanced market. Four months or less is what we call a seller's market. So in your case, Kirk, this property for sure is in a buyer's market. So that's why communication and working with an agent that she can communicate with, like, and trust is even more important because we're not in that price point. You're not in a market where it's going to sell immediately with multiple offers. So guess what? In 30 to 60 days, I'm going to be out of your hair. No, I'm not going to be out of your hair anytime soon, potentially (laughs) based on, you know, supply and demand. Right. So managing the seller's expectations and understanding numbers at the local market, because this is not an entry-level property. It's a luxury property. Now, maybe in your market, overall, the market's a buy, uh, excuse me, a seller's market overall, but you have to manage the seller's expectations up front and let her know in her price point, you know, and you have to educate them, talk about supply and demand, talk about, Mm -hmm. show her the numbers so that, again, because the worst thing that can happen is, in 60 to 90 days, she, she works with you, and in 60 to 90 days, you know, one of her girlfriends sells her homes with multiple offers, and she says, why isn't mine selling? Well, yeah, your girlfriend's home is 282000 <laughs> and that's what we call a seller's market, and there's two months of inventory. So manage their expectations up front. It's going to de- definitely alleviate any potential headaches down the road. Absolutely. And that's, by the way, yeah, how I... you build trust. You build trust yeah. up front by... And, and I, I'll tell a seller, I'll say, listen, do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Or do you want me to be, shoot it to you straight? Again, 99 out of 100 sellers are going to tell you, shoot it to me straight. I mean, look at it this way. Just like if, you know, you had a, a, an ailment or someone was sick or, and you went to the doctor and they're kind of beating around the bush, you know, you're, you're going to tell them, shoot it to me straight. I remember recently I was traveling and it was pre-corona, of course, but on, uh, we landed and the plane was sitting there for, seemed like for 10 minutes. And we're like, what's going on? The pilot came on immediately and said, folks, I'm going to shoot it to you straight. We're going to be sitting here for about 45 minutes. Our gate is occupied. The plane hasn't pushed off yet because there's a storm where they're going. And as annoying as it was, I'm like, I like the way this pilot talks. He kept us all in the loop. 
and he shot it to a straight. Well, take that same concept, a form of communicating, do it tactfully in a nice way, but you're going to earn the respect and the trust of your clients before, you know, the turbulence hits. Yeah, I, that was exactly what came to mind is setting the expectation. And because I've had some calls with her, uh, and because of the COVID-19, I haven't been able to, you know, I've been careful about saying, can we meet? Can we meet? I've been, you know, kind of leaving sure. it up to her, so to speak. So now I'm pushing yep. a little bit more for the meeting because I, I feel like I'm getting more prepared. But setting the expectation, uh, I, I actually I did that on the phone, not really knowing that's what I was doing because, you know, I was like, hey, I, I don't think your buyer is in our market. I think that that's going to take some serious, uh, some uh, a great marketing plan by somebody like me that can reach out internationally and so, uh, somewhere outside of the state. And right away, she says, I agree. So we saying a lot that's of awesome. the right things at the right time. I, I just Good. need to be polished. I'm, I'm a little rough. I just need to be polished. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's why well, I have that's you, okay. that's kind of what We're working with here. We're working with here, you know. And so here's what I'm going to give you guys the Cliff Notes version right now on the actual listing appointment. I, I, I could spend an hour on this, but um, so do your due diligence, build rapport, differentiate yourself before the appointment. These are all things that I've kind of talked about before uh, with you. And when you actually go on the appointment, uh, when you actually go on the appointment, again, my thought processes are, you know, a block down the road, get your briefcase, get everything ready. And, and you know, if you're wearing a collared shirt or, you know, <laughs> check your hair, do all that. Because when you pull up to the car, excuse me, when you pull up, to the house and get out of your car. You have to imagine that a house of this magnitude, you're being listened to and watched. When I say that, cameras and security, plus imagine, you know, the kids at the family room picture, excuse me, family room window, looking at out the, at the driveway. Oh, he's here, he's here. So when you step out of that car, you gotta walk up confidently. You gotta look the part. But when I'm walking up to the property, I'm assessing. I'm looking at the exterior. I'm looking at the maintenance. I'm looking at landscaping. Is there any deferred maintenance uh, on the house? And so I'm assessing, I'm assessing, I'm assessing. I'm always looking for what I call elephants in the room. Is there something that jumps out as being a potential negative, like the old, you know, the hotels.com Captain Obvious? Is there something that jumps out that is going to be a deterrent uh, for the sale of this home? And then the flip side, is there something that's really unique and different? Literally, on my timeline, I love Facebook when it shares memories with you, but four years ago, I was selling a home that had a twister-themed bathroom. I was the third real estate agent. The bathroom had circles, like the old you know, green circle, red circle, like the oh, twister wow. board game from 50 years ago. Now, the <laughs> previous two agents, it was very unique. The previous two agents did not talk about that bathroom, and I get it. 999 out of 1,000 buyers <laughs> would rip that bathroom out before they moved in. However, I yeah. saw an opportunity, Kurt, for the home to be talked about. It was different. It was unique. I believe your job and my job is to position the home so the vast majority of buyers can visually see themselves moving in. But our job is also to get more eyeball traffic, people talking about the home locally, internationally, real estate agents and buyers. And 
So you want more clicks and more views. When I say clicks, I mean on the single property website or, you know, the property, uh, you know, pictures or on Realtor.com, 30. You want more clicks and more views. And so when you walk up to that property in the listing appointment, Kurt, you're taking notes. You're mentally taking notes. You might jot down some things. When you meet them, you're going to shake their hand. And, and, and I don't like sitting immediately. I like to say while we're both standing there and, and her first name, if you don't mind. Owners, do you remember? Did I put you on the yeah, spot? We'll just, Sorry. Yeah, we'll just say Jennifer. No, we'll just say Jennifer. All right, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, it's a pleasure to meet you. And let's just say you're, you're, you have a, uh, you're carrying a folder or some materials. Um, hey, Jennifer, I thought while I'm standing, um, we could maybe take a tour of the home before we sit down. But wherever's comfortable, where would you like to sit after you give me a tour of the home? Um, I, I want to set these down there. And I, I give Jennifer, in this case, the option of wherever she's comfortable. You see, I, 19 out of 20 real estate agents will sit at the kitchen table. Well, I don't know about <laughs> you, and this is no disrespect to my Cutco Knives friends, but the Cutco <laughs> Knives salesman guy sells you your Cutco Knives at the kitchen table. That's where <laughs> yeah. I, I want the owner to be comfortable, Kirk. So she might say, hey, let's go out back. Out, out back. It's a beautiful day. Or let's sit in the family room or, or, or wherever. And so I want them to be comfortable in their own environment. So I said, you know, where, where do you think you're going to be most comfortable after you give me the tour? We'll sit, you know, we'll sit down there and I'll put my stuff there now. And so I'll drop my stuff off there and they'll give me the tour of the home. While they're giving me the tour of the home, I'm doing small talk. I'm trying to build rapport again. Again, they're judging you. So you want to, you know, be authentic. Don't be fake. But on the same token, rapport building. One of my first coaches, Joe Stump from Buy Referral Only, used to talk about Ford. If, you're, if you don't know what to talk about, Ford. F stands for family. O stands for occupation. Oh, what do you do for a living, Jennifer? R stands for recreation. Oh, Jennifer, I see, you know, you have a, you know, a picture of you skydiving. I, you know, I, I've gone skydiving. And D stands for dreams. You might not talk about dreams until you get to really know them, but you could talk about family, occupation, or recreation on the actual listing appointment if you're looking for small talk. So while I'm getting a tour of the home, Kurt, I am having small talk. I'm observing the house. I'm trying to determine if it's too decorated, right? So window treatments, bedding, wall uh, wallpaper, uh, these are all things that are decorative. Now, the way I live in my home, Kurt, the way you live in your home, that's to our own personal style and decorating. When you go to sell a home, especially in a buyer's market, you want it to be timeless classics. You want it to be neutral. And if you want a good writer downer for those of you that are driving or listening to this coaching call, blame everything on market research. So, hey, Jennifer, I love, you know, after you built rapport, rapport, you're not going to have these conversations on the tour of the home. You're not going to point out some deficiencies. You're not going to point out all oh, that pink wallpaper has got to go because you haven't built rapport yet, but you're making mental note, mental note, mental note. And at the appropriate time, you'll know it after you build some, you know, trust with her. Maybe it's on that initial listing appointment. Maybe it's not. Maybe you get the listing and then you prepare the home. But at some point, you're going to have to have those conversations about the Captain Obvious elephants in the room. Mm -hmm. And you might mm -hmm. say, hey, Jennifer, you know, when I took a tour of your home yesterday uh, or last week or, you know, or, you know, today, if, you, if you're a bottom line type of person and they're bottom line, you might say, I noticed some amazing uh, decorating and I, it looks like you had a professional interior designer. Now, again, market research, that's the bad guy. Market research suggests today's buyers, they want turnkey. They don't want to do a whole lot of 
remodeling and, and, and neutralization. And the way I live in your, my home, Jennifer, and the way you live in your home is, of course, to our style. So we have 24.5 months of inventory on the market right now in your price point. That's not good. That screams buyer's market. I'll go more into that a little bit later, Jennifer. But bottom line is we have a we have a small pool of buyers based on two years of inventory that are looking in your price point. We're going to have to cut that even smaller. We have an even smaller pool of buyers, Jennifer, that are going to want to mentally move in your home or anybody's home that is decorated towards the owner. So we could, Mm -hmm. we could open up the, the pool of buyers to a larger pool if we neutralized based on what market research suggests today's buyers are looking for. So, that's the conversation you'll have, Kirk, at some point if you take a tour of the home and it's like a taxidermist home. They got stuffed heads or, or they got, uh, you know, that's one example. Or maybe it's over-eccentric, right, with their style and their look. Those are the, those are the elephants in the room that we don't mm-hmm. have enough time to cover on this coaching call, but I want you to be prepared for because the last thing you want to do is take a listing that doesn't present itself online the way it should. You can have the best mm-hmm. photographer in the world, but if they're taking a picture of a home that's overly decorated, overly cluttered, overly personalized, it's going to show up that way in photos as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And yeah, I mean, it's like anything else. We, we live different. Each of us live differently. And uh, some people in that price point want to just drop their bags, move in, and then they will start decorating. And some people I, I know somebody right now that bought a million dollar house. Uh, I know the contractors. The contractors pretty much have ripped the entire house out, and they're putting about eight hundred thousand dollars into the house. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but that that is yeah. what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, they wanted yeah. location or whatever it was that particular buyer. I got a uh, I got a quick question for you, and it might be uh, yeah, great for the call too. I, for some reason, and again, I'm trying to step out of the box. I don't mind video. I don't mind the camera. Um, you know, I, 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 something just keeps laying on my heart. And I don't know if this is right or wrong. And I, I think it's just preference. But I really wanted to, you know, like you say, document the story. What is the story? And since this will be my first super, what I call super luxury, right? Um, yeah. Tro- I'm going to call this trophy, a trophy listing. A trophy listing. And this is going to set me apart. I want to yep. utilize this as my podium and what's going to catapult me to the next customer and the next customer. And I want to document this story. A lot like what you're doing right now is documenting yep. this story as we move along. And I keep coming back to this. And I don't know why. I want to bring a photographer that can shoot some video for me and shoot pictures as we're talking around the property. Cause this is 7.5 acres, 7,000 square feet. It's just an immaculately beautiful property, uh, a zero entry pool. I mean, I've never seen it. I just saw a few little small pictures of it. And then people have told me they played golf there and they saw the house there. So I really, am I wrong in maybe thinking that, and, and I just say to her, this is not our official. I'm just documenting this story. Can you maybe elaborate on that? Or is that a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Yeah. Or what do you think? Okay. So, so first off, um, when you have an opportunity for a trophy listing, you want to have all hands on deck. You want to pull out 
all the bells and whistles to leverage it for future opportunities. Literally, um, it'll be six years ago this August that I shot my first lifestyle video where I brought in two film crews. I brought in four cars through uh, on mm-hmm. a car, basically trailer, car transport, Lamborghini, Ferraris. And it was at, at the time a $10,000 video. Today, it would probably cost me 3000 I literally brought in a horse to showcase the horse stables. It cost me 900 bucks. I mean, just for the horse in itself. And so I leveraged it. So in your case, if you get the listing, you're going to want to leverage it with, of course, amazing video and drone photography. You might bring mm-hmm. in some people mm-hmm. to showcase some of the seven acres. You might consider a Matterport. I, I, I don't use Matterport, but I use We've got Matterport yeah. because most mm-hmm. people know what I mean by that. So I, you want to do a 3D tour. Bring out all the bells and whistles so you can leverage it, and it's going to open so many doors for you. When I speak and do these trainings, I did 34 trainings last year in 2019. I'll raise, you know, I'll raise your hand if you've done a, a video with drone and inside video footage, and 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 then you know, I'll ask somebody who who's got a you know a listing right now and and uh, that that you think might show decently on uh, in, in video, but you're not confident it will sell. And, you know, a couple of people might raise their hand saying, ah, it's overpriced or whatever. I, I, I encourage them to still do a video because even if it doesn't sell, they'll be able to leverage that and it'll open doors. So to answer your question, mm-hmm. yes, I would do it. Now you're asking on the actual listing appointment. Correct? Right. Right. And, and, yeah, and, so, and I'm going to tell you, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. So, my answer is I like it. Yes. So one of the things I tell people, Jack Trout says differentiate or die. I've heard another quote, differentiate or charge less. So one of the things I tell agents all the time is when you're going on a trophy listing and you don't have a track record of selling trophy listings, show up differently. If you're a male, show up with a female. If you're younger, show up with a more experienced uh, agent. If you're an experienced agent, show up with a young agent and just tell them to nod and take notes, but don't say anything. And indirectly, the seller is going to think you must be the social media specialist, whatever it might be. So, yeah, right, right. So in your case, you're showing up with a female. Well, okay, so that's that's a green check mark. Awesome, you're doing that. And and in this case, you might bring a photographer. I recommend photography. Um, so you can document, especially if you're going to do some neutralization and some staging, because what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to create a before and after story. Right, so before right. they hired me and after they hired me, and you're going to see a transformation of neutralization and maybe that sort of thing. Now, that's a little bit easier to do the before and after sometimes. A, if you do if you do invest in staging or the sellers do or B, if the home was previously listed with another agent and the agent took terrible photos or they didn't highlight the best features of a home, or maybe they didn't recommend some neutralization. But I do recommend you differentiate yourself on the listing appointment. I've already shared with the audience how you do that. You're already doing that. Mm-hmm. I also recommend, you know, that you might consider doing something like that. Now, they might – you you got to be careful, though, with high-net individuals. I'm going to ask. Ask permission. They got privacy. You have artwork. Yep. You have certain things they might not want on display. I have some owners that they don't want the 3D tours. They don't want floor plans because of privacy and security Absolutely. reasons. So, yeah. so have those conversations. And ultimately, they might ask you, what are your thoughts? You know, and let them know um, what your thoughts are, of course. Now, if 
In your case, it's a buyer's market. I would say Mr. and Mrs. Seller, or Jennifer in this case, we want to differentiate ourselves from the competition. Currently, there's, you know, 10 other homes within the, you know, 20-minute radius that are similarly priced, similar settings, and none of them have done a video, or only one's done a video, or nobody's done a 3D tour. So these are reasons I think we should do it, because if an out-of-town buyer, if an international buyer is coming, and they're looking in this little 10, 20-minute circumference, we're differentiating ourselves from the competition. Yeah, and I, I think one other thing I was thinking, as we were talking, it was coming to me, is the fact that you, you said it the, the best way, before and after. And, and the way my brain was thinking is, hey, these pictures and this right here is going to be confidential. I need to see how your house is going to show up in print. And this is going to give me an idea when we do come back and we can switch things and we'll be fully prepared for your house because we may have to move things around. Stacy is a great stager. Uh, people hire her to stage and she's built houses up to $900,000. So she's going to be able to help me with that part too. So I think this is kind of coming together and I'm getting fully, fully excited, Michael. I mean, I'm, I'm getting fired up. I got the chill. That's awesome. Good for you. And you should. So I like the way you think, Kirk. It's as if you've gone through my program already. So the, the program's just going to help validate uh, what you've already been thinking, as well as give you some further ideas on how to implement. So that's awesome. The, the other thing I'm going to leave um, everybody with, because we'll be wrapping up here in a few minutes, is um, when you go on that appointment, you want to show up differently, you want to build rapport. But the other thing is you want to have some great follow-up. You know, don't overestimate the importance of a nice handwritten note or maybe even some gifting. You know, there was a, a multi-million dollar producing agent. She did about $100 million back in her day a year. And, I mean, she, was, she would send flowers. You know, again, it's a little bit female to female. That's a little bit easier than, mm-hmm. you know, a, a married man to a, a married woman or, <laughs> you know, whatever. But my point is a handwritten note and some gifts, even if it's chocolates, you know, there's a national franchise out there called uh, Cookies by Design. You know, I would literally send a cookie basket because I, I love cookies and who doesn't? I would send a cookie basket after the appointment. And what I would do is I would take a picture of their home if the home hasn't been listed before. I would send it to my Cookie by Design contact. They would put a nice cookie bouquet. Some of them are frosted. One would have a house. The other would have a, a you know, my, my logo on a cookie, and the other would have a, a a picture of their home, like literally, like the picture I sent them, that, and and they would write a, a red frosting sold across it, and a nice handwritten note. So look to differentiate yourself after the appointment. Nothing's guaranteed that you're going to get the listing, even if you walk out of there. We've all walked out of an appointment where mm-hmm. you're like, yes, I nailed it, and they didn't hire you. We've also walked out, walked out of appointments where we're like, man, I. I, I could have done this, or I should, and they still hire you. So, but I would still uh, do those things. You want to bring value to the table. So, again, um, that's kind of my thought process. Uh, again, modules one through seven are working on mindset. So, those of you continue to listen. To, we have our podcast. We're releasing our 88th episode at the time of us recording this. We have plenty of great free resources out there. We have our our blog. You can go to Lux, L-U-X-E, redefined.com. We have a free Facebook group. So we provide free, free content. And for those of you that are committed on taking your 
average sale price up and you want to attract more opportunities like Kirk is doing, go to Lux. You can go to LuxuryListingSpecials.com, LuxuryListingSpecials.com for the Lux, more information on the Lux designation. Unlike other luxury designations, we don't have any sales requirements uh, to help secure the listing. And that's one thing that hopefully will help you, Kurt, as well. In this case, you don't have the sales in your portfolio and you would not have qualified for the other major luxury designation. And that's why we want to give you the tools to be successful because guess what? That owner might have hired you whether you had our designation or not. And guess what would happen if you didn't have the tools and the resources and the knowledge and you weren't successful? That hurts you. That hurts me. That hurts our industry. And I'm all about raising the bar. And so I really appreciate your time today. Keep us posted, Kurt, on how it goes. And you and I will talk a little bit further out, uh, offline. My name is Michael Lafito. Keep raising the bar in real estate. And we'll talk to you guys soon. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And, Kurt, I'll, I'll follow up with you here shortly. Okay, buddy? Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Michael. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Again, I hope you enjoyed that session. Again, my name is Michael Lafito. Keep raising the bar in real estate. Again, check us out, luxurylistingspecials.com. If you have any questions, send me an email, michael at marketing luxury group. Again, our podcast is part of the industry syndicate. Keep raising the bar in real estate and prove others wrong. Till next time, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Take care. <music>